Live from the Motor City, all the way to the Volunteer State, it's time for the Reckless Speculation Podcast, where we recklessly speculate the latest news in the world of sports, from college football to NASCAR. We've got you covered. And don't forget to stick around for the world-famous Bet Your Nuts, where we will give you your best bets to make the most money. Now sit back, grab your favorite drink of choice, and join Robbie Davis, Raj Mehta, Brandon Chain, and Tom Sloan. It's showtime! Good evening, everybody. That's right. It's the best time of the year, ladies and gentlemen. We just wrapped up week one of an unbelievable NFL season. Uh, some might say it's scripted. I don't know. It's um, It was a great weekend, and it was great for me. Um, before we get this thing going, uh, don't forget to check out our college kickoff uh, that we just did. Uh, it'll be available. Actually, it should be available now. So go ahead and check that out. Uh, we did a lot of speculating, a lot of breakdown of this past weekend's college action and, and this upcoming week's college action. Just like what we're going to do tonight, we're going to break down some of the, the top matchups from this past week, including last night's unbelievable game uh, met life between the Jets and the Bills. Um and then we're going to kind of go over some of the top matchups in this upcoming week. I'm going to talk about my experience last Thursday at Ford Field for the Lions kickoff. So that was a lot of fun. Uh, but before we get this train on the tracks, we do want to thank our sponsors tonight. The one, the only Davis Kessler and Davis. Like we've said before, if you need an attorney, if you need to get your cat out of jail, whatever the case may be, these guys are the ones to call. Even the guy that was, canvad into the, the the picture there on the uh far right uh, he'll help you out that's for sure um and our own robbie davis is part of that too so it's even better and c and w construction ladies and gentlemen i think the pictures do justice here folks if you're looking for any type of construction done whether it's a new build whether it's putting on an outdoor kitchen which is all the rave uh these guys are the ones to call definitely in the Nashville area. Give us, give them a call. C and W. Mr. Brandon Chain is the one, the only. So, folks, you know who to call. Uh, and again, what are we drinking, fellas? That's right, Jack. This show, Reckless Speculation, powered by Jack, single barrel. I prefer mine with the big square cube. I'm not a big fan of it, uh, dirty, but um, you know, I might be a lightweight. So, with that being said. We're going to start with the guy that normally is late every week. Raj, welcome to the show. Yeah, I didn't have a, a choice. We just filmed another show. Uh, so I had to be on time. It sucked. Hey, and we benefit for it, that's for sure. Brandon, Tennessee Titan Brandon. What's up, buddy? Uh, been a rough NFL week. Um We'll get into that, but yeah, just licking wounds right now. But really rough. But NFL man, you, you, it doesn't it doesn't get any better than that. Robbie Davis, the man that can get a cat out of prison. What's up, buddy? 
Is it too early to hate your fantasy team? He said a cat out of prison. <laughs> no. Well, you I, you I, hated I, it after we ended the draft, so. <laughs> You're late. I won with like 90 points. Another league, I had like 180, and I lost. Ooh, I won with 101, <laughs> thanks to the Jets' defense. But uh, speaking of the Jets, oh, man. That was um, that was tough. I think we've all seen this this play a hundred times. But if you haven't, you've been under a rock. This is the play that shook the absolute landscape of the NFL. All the hype and circumstances. Aaron Rodgers coming in. Four plays. Mm. Season's done. Just unfortunate to say the least here. Um, you know, you, you, you wonder what could have been with Aaron Rodgers. Uh, the Super Bowl odds basically dropped big time. It, they're at like minus or plus 6,500. Just a, just an unfortunate situation uh, in Denver uh, with the Jets. Um, Robbie, I'll start with you. Um, what was your feeling because obviously we were watching this game. Uh, what was your feeling when you seen him try to walk and then end up sit on the ground? Like, what what were your thoughts? Um, you know, well, to back up, you know, I don't have really strong feelings one way or the other for Aaron Rodgers. He got he got on my nerves a little bit with the vaccine stuff, but other than that, like, I don't have a huge uh, feeling for him one way or the other. Um, I knew it was bad, and I'll, I'll just comment, like, the the doctors that were quick on the spot and said, hey, yeah, that that calf twitching is the torn Achilles. I was like, that's amazing they could pick that out from yeah. the football field. Um, I saw it on Twitter right away from a doctor. He yeah, like, they, were, they were right, and they were right on the spot. Um, I think that – it just kind of sucks because it's like that was hard knocks and it's NFL drama and um, I don't know what would have happened. I don't. I mean, I mean, we'll get into this more what the Jets do, but as far as Aaron Rodgers, uh, well, one I learned that I'm older than Aaron Rodgers today, but um, I can't help but think how? this. How how old are you, Robbie? I'm 39. He like oh. I'm just not that much older, but I am older. And I was One thinking best goal line stands 2003 USC against Cal first and goal at the nine. Aaron Rodgers did not score. So yes, I know that I'm definitely older yeah. than Aaron Rodgers. Um, and so I mean, I think I, I think this is probably it for him. I can't imagine rehabbing this and going through it. I was just sad. I mean, like, does he know, want to go out like that though? I mean, but I can you come so. back? I don't think that? so either. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, Kobe did at this age, but Kobe. Kobe not, shot two free throws and made them both with a toy. Yeah. But I mean, basketball and football is a different animal. I don't know. But the thing yeah, is, Aaron Rodgers, he has no kids. There. He has no spouse. He has no real family that his I can competitive tell. edge. His competitive edge will. Yeah. Will probably um I think he's coming drive him. But 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 answer your question. No Overall, I was just kind of sad that, that that it happened, you know. Yeah, I mean you, you you saw him 
obviously with hard knocks, he was kind of the star of the show. He was the reason why um, the lions didn't get uh, a part two this season. Um, but then, you know, he, he kind of embraced the city. And I think that was the big question he wasn't mark. Obnoxious or anything there, no. you know, it, he, and he really could have been. And you saw him really get in there and he was fired up in these preseason games and practices. You know, more. He took to the city. He showed up at games. He showed up at, you know, uh, plays and whatnot. And so uh, that I think his presence in New York kind of established the fact that he became a New Yorker, we'll say. So I think that will uh, drive him to uh, push to come back. Raj, I mean, when that happened, let's face it. I think everybody around the country wrote the Jets off in this game. Oh, here comes Zach Wilson, who's the only notable reason why Zach Wilson's on the field because his mom, let's face it. Um, but he did what he had to do with the help of the, the Jets defense. Thank you. Uh, three picks and what ultimately turned out to be a walk-off punt return, which there may have may not have been a penalty that was missed in there, but, what does that say about this football team uh, with 75 seconds in their hopes and dreams were all but dashed. They persevere fight on and win this football game. What does that say about the character or more? So what does that say about their leader and Robert Sala? I think it's hard not to like and respect Sala. Um, one thing I don't understand about the bills is you know, in all this age of running back talk and these guys are overpaid and this and that, the Bills have not ever really locked up a good running back, if you will, at least during the Josh Allen era. And they've gone, you, you know, this year with James Cook and last year Singletary. Zach Moss at times got yeah. carries the goal line. Um, I don't think you need much when it comes to that. So really they show the importance of the position. And when – Josh Allen throws a lot. Like, uh, you know, in this game, he threw 41. Time. Yeah, things don't go well. And um, with the Jets, you know, it was nice to see Xavier Gibson, an undrafted free agent, featured on Hard Knocks from Stephen F. Austin. His boy, Jason Brownlee, they both made the team. They're best friends. Their bond uh, was unmistakable, whether or not edited for the show. And they both made the team. So, that was really nice to see. And we already knew what we got with the Jets defense and they showed it. Yeah. Um, but, you know, they they took away the ground game and, you know, against the, the Bengals and the divisional loss, 27 to 10. Allen threw 42 times, a very similar game, very choppy, uh, in which it kind of seemed like one team knew what the other was doing. And, um, yeah, I don't know if the Bills looked bad per se i know that's coming up um it's just the nfl and that's a really tough opening game but yeah after rogers went down if you would have said oh the jets are going to win this game at ot the odds would not have been good uh brandon like raj kind of foreshadowed there the bills look bad and, and at times josh allen made some questionable decisions at quarterback Three interceptions, and, and and they weren't, you know, it wasn't a situation where there were tips. There was just bad, bad decisions. And he kept on with his 
his antics of running with the ball and taking on the defender head on. That showed last year it didn't work too well for him because as the season went on, his stat line got worse and worse every week. Are we at a stage with the Bills where we've kind of seen the best of them and maybe they're on the downside of, of what should have been more of success up there in uh, upstate New York? That, that's a really good point, actually. Um, I, I don't – if we're not there yet, I don't think we're far from it. So, you know, the – this seems to be a theme with Josh Allen. Like he's, he's a great quarterback. He's one of the elites, but um, the decision-making and forcing the ball uh, now, no, no discredit to Jordan Whitehead. I mean, he played his ass off and, you know, three interceptions against him. That, that was phenomenal. Um, but uh, again, a lot of forced decisions and, and force balls in there. Uh, and, you know, I think it's this has kind of started preseason, too. I mean, there's a lot of uproar in the camp with the Bills. There's, you know, they try and keep it all, you know, face. Everything's fine. It's like a duck on water kind of deal. They're, everything's fine in the media, and they're all hum-ho. Everything's great. We're going – there's a lot of trouble in the locker room right now. And I think – I even read something. Uh, somebody said somewhere there there was quite an uproar after this loss in the locker room uh, amongst the team. So they've got a few internal issues. I think they need to work out. Um, can they do it? Yeah, I think so. I, you know, I think they can overcome this um, adversity and, and get there because the, the talent's there. They're yeah, they're yeah. a great team, uh, but I don't. I, I think the window is is closing very quickly on this team. So they've got to do something quick, but as far as, you know, Rogers and it, it was unfortunate. I was really looking forward to seeing him and Garrett Wilson match up. I mean, like we talked about the jets were one, one position away from being super bowl contenders. And that was quarterback. And this was the first Garrett Wilson in the league. Shit. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, Garrett Garrett Wilson, and that he had that fantastic catch that you know that won the game pretty oh, much yeah, aside from the, the punt return. Um, so it their prime, you know, if if Zach Wilson or if they bring someone in can just manage the game like an Alex Smith type guy and just not turn the ball over, I think they can win, uh, and, and I think they can be competitive. Now, I would I would definitely have bigger odds with Rogers back there. Just unfortunate. Really wanted to see that, that yeah. combo. He was, he, he took a pay cut and everything. He, he embraced the city, like Raj said, and this team and, and just, he didn't care about the money. He's wanting to win a Super Bowl, and sure. And it showed. So it's very unfortunate, but I think he'll be back. I, I mean, yeah, too. it's a longer recovery than an ACL. But it's his left foot. Um, it's an yeah. easier recovery. And it was he week one. He doesn't have to push off of it. It's week one. I think he'll surgery be back. He's right got a two-year deal. Right away. Yeah, right away. Oh, he's, he's having surgery right surgery now. Surgery right yeah. away. Yeah. 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 He's having surgery right now. So I, he'll be back. There's no I, way he's going out like that. It's not in his mentality, in my opinion. What, one thing I'll say about Josh Allen, and I'll come to you, Robbie. I know you want to hit on this. Um. 
I love the fact that he took accountability, full accountability of it. Mm-hmm. Um, he, I was bad. I cost the team. Um, I don't think there's a more humble player in the NFL than Josh Allen. He's a good guy, and 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 I really hope nothing for the best from him. But he's going to have to learn how to control some of the way he. He's a big quarterback. Don't get me wrong, but those defenders are bigger, and and they hit hard, and they look at quarterback as 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 uh, targets, and they're going to bring their a game. They see you running. Um, and you just can't take that much punishment. But, uh, Robbie, I know you wanted to hit on the Bills here. Uh, what yeah. do you got here? Yeah, so the the Bill, like, as a Titans fan, the Bills remind – that Bills team that went to the AFC Championship and lost reminds me so much of the Titans AFC Championship team that lost the Chiefs. They had the lead. They lost. Look, that was a fluke. Like, the Titans aren't that good. The Bills aren't that good. Josh Allen has led the league in turnovers the last two years or two of the last three years. Mm-hmm. He's a turnover machine. You yeah. don't win in the NFL turning the football over. And like last year's show. That was, that was a, a setup. Mm-hmm. Just like the Titans made the AFC Championship game. They In a weak division, like things sometimes they just set up for you and you think they're going to be good and they're not. This league is the league of all leagues to – to temper your expectations, let's get real. I don't think the Bills are that good. Yeah. Fun stat line here. Uh, Josh Allen has more completions to the Jets than Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. yeah. I mean, throwing or, three turnovers to the same guy. That's How about that? Stupid. How about that story? <laughs> yeah. He had a clause in his contract that's where if he gets three right. interceptions in a season, he gets a $250,000 bonus. Homeboy Made does it, it in one. week one. That's incredible. Yeah. So obviously, the the story this morning was, hey, there's a guy that lives in New York City that is available per se. Um, do you go after him? Do you make a phone call? Rumors are that good old Woody Johnson, which I might add, did you see him in the booth with his diamond Woody uh, pendant he was wearing? I mean, the guy's like 80 years old, but whatever. But yes, Tom Brady, folks. Uh, according to some sources, Woody Johnson has already reached out to Tom Brady, and the word on the street is he's willing to listen. Raj, I'll start with you, and let's make it quick. Do the Jets go after Tom Brady? If not Tom Brady, who do you think would fit in? Because I don't believe they believe in Zach Wilson. You mean the guy that – just got retired into the division rival Patriots ring of fame. Uh, no, that's the dumbest shit ever. I don't know who said that. The sources are ridiculous. It's just talking heads and fodder. As far as the Jets, um, I mean, insert journeyman here. If uh, Josh McCown wasn't a quarterback coach at what the Jets or wherever, you, you know, it's, it's funny. I thought Mike White was serviceable. He just their offensive line got him killed, and and he left. And um, I and I tweeted that last night. I'm like, I I bet the Jets wish they still had money, Mike White. Absolutely, and yeah, I mean it's going to be scrappy from this point on. It, it's unfortunate, but they put all of their eggs in that basket, and he had never had an Achilles injury. But that's the NFL. Yep, absolutely. Sucks. Brandon, do you, I mean kind of the same question? Do they? Do they would Tom Brady be the answer? If not, 
what would uh, another option be? I mean, I, I think they make the phone call to Tom Brady to entertain the idea. I don't, I don't think that that's out of their reach, but is Tom Brady coming back? I don't think so. I mean, he's going to follow Aaron Rodgers. Uh, well, he, he's got four plays. <laughs> it's just not, I, I don't, I don't see Tom Brady coming back. Now it is a cake situation. He's got, you know, the perfect setup to come back and, and it's make just a like run. Tampa. It's a situation it just like Tampa. It, it's they very, had the pieces very on both sides of the ball. Pieces are there. So, but I, again, I don't, I don't know. I don't see it happening. Um, I, as far as another option, I mean, I, maybe they make a trade for somebody serviceable that's backing up. Malik Willis. God, no. Nobody like that. <laughs> somebody that's actually um, played well in the NFL as able a journeyman. Complete the pass. Able to compete. Yeah, exactly. Um, Carson Wentz. Colt McCoy. I mean, that's that's about all you got out there. Uh, yeah, Marcus Mariota. Wait, can I mean, Kyler Murray play? Can he play? Is he healthy enough to play? I no, think he is, and I think he's just just. But he's on the milking it. Still yeah, four games. I think he didn't want to play, but yeah, I think he's milking it. I think yeah. Arizona doesn't want him to play. Right, I'm saying Arizona. If they trade him to the Jets, that solves two problems. Get him off their books. That's a good. Yeah, that's a good point. I don't know how the pup rule works, but I'm, I don't think they can until game four. But that is a good point. I did not yeah. think about that. Yeah, yeah it, it'd have to be some type of one-year deal with a trade option or a draft pick option because they, they can't spend any more money counting on Aaron Rodgers coming Well, back. they're not going to lose gonna... that first-round pick. So, <laughs> Well, they're not. Oh, yeah, Which, yeah. It was point. a late first round, so everyone's making a, a big deal. It was a late first round. They get a guaranteed second, so it's not a huge yeah. swing. Right. But um, I think it it's was a big a swing. Of, I mean, they, you know. Yeah. I mean, seven, maybe seven picks. That, I mean, Yeah, I mean, I guess that could be a big swing. It's an additional, though, isn't it? Like, in addition to their – no, it was a it was a first their their first guaranteed if he played seventy percent of the time or the a guaranteed second round. Oh. So their spot. So uh, it's it's not an additional. So Robbie, what's your what's your take on this one? Yeah. So my understanding of the rules, if I understand this correctly, Tom Brady is a minority owner in the Raiders. It it has Which not would, taken. It, it either has taken an effect or it is about to take an effect. Which so I think would make it impossible for him to play he, for a team. He would and have thus, to there's no, there's, there, You would be an idiot to he sell a stake in the Raiders to come back and play one year at 45 years old if you have to sell a stake in an NFL team. In Las Vegas. And just that create only a trust and move it into a trust, it, and then you don't own it. Yeah, I think it's just a, I think it's just a, it's just a Twitter it. conversation. Like, it's yeah. not – He would yeah. never – If he wanted to come play, he would come play. Like, he's, he's not yeah. coming He's back. not playing yeah. anymore. No. Well, it's, it's, it's hype and circumstance. It's, it's what drives fandoms. Let's yeah. face it. Uh, you know, what is fan short for? Fanatics. And I'm not talking mm-hmm. about the the, uh, the clothing brand, but it's it 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 gets clicks. Uh, mm-hmm. Brandon's favorite word, clickbait. You know, yeah. get people to these. Sites. Yeah, I mean, I mean, of course, that's gonna be the first thing. Of it. Oh, Tom Brazen come back. I mean, 
Well, then everyone would like to run down rabbit holes and yeah. recklessly yeah. speculate. Yes, yeah. yeah. that, that's low it's, hanging fruit for fodder. It, it sounds good. It's New York City. Um, it's a chance for Tom Brady to one up Aaron Rodgers again. So it, it's it's good for the headlines. Ultimately, I, I, I really, really think that that Arizona speculation. Uh, yeah, it's a good call, Robbie. They, they could kind of um, I mean, hold their own with Zach Wilson until. I did not uh, think of that. That's a really good call. Yeah, I mean, I mean, that's the, that's the only move I think that I can see because it's like who else is available? Kyler Murray's at least an NFL starter, and yeah. you know, and they're gonna want they're gonna want somebody that they can kind of plug in. So it's gonna be something to follow as the league, as the season progresses, the week progresses. They got a tough one against this team. That's a really nice segue, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> the Dallas Cowboys, uh, who. Uh, ironically enough, played at MetLife the, the the night before in the monsoon. They absolutely destroyed the New York Football Giants and newly minted quarterback Danny Dimes. This this was over from the gate. A block field goal, turn around, take it back for a touchdown. There was nothing that the Cowboys couldn't do wrong. This was about as good of a football game as I've seen the Cowboys play uh, second largest victory in, in the rivalry, just unbelievable. And you know what? The, the lead into this game was the Dallas is real. Um, a lot of people were picking the, the Cowboys to be Super Bowl contenders. Robbie, is this, this real? I mean, is a Dak Prescott who had to go under anesthesia for 11 hours to get a leg tattoo. Is this a legit team that can run to the Super Bowl for the NFC? Um, no. Um, let, let me let me just let me let me just before I get to the game, let me just recklessly speculate a little bit more. So the Cowboys and the Giants played in a storm, and then the next night the Jets played in that same stadium in a storm. Got delayed, and that's what tore Aaron Rodgers' Achilles. Maybe you got to get some turf issues. But did you uh, see the rainbow that was over yes. New York City? Oh, yeah. the double rainbow! It was brilliant. Um, honestly, uh, I was at a, I was at a music festival. I clicked into this game on my phone. Um, didn't see a lot of it, but I'll say this: I think. This was a game that just got out of hand and players just said we lost it more than there's more. You, you can take a lot from this game. I think it was just a shit. We uh, we lost this game early on. So you don't believe this could kind of translate into uh, a deep run for the Cowboys? I mean, deep run, I still think. Pit, uh, uh, Philly and the 49ers, the best two teams in that conference. The conference is weak, though. So, yeah, Dallas is probably the third or fourth best team. So, they're going to be in the playoffs. And I, <laughs> I, yeah, I remember last year. I remember last year, me personally calling uh, the NFC East the NFC least. And uh, I ate crow 100%. I don't think this – uh, division is that bad. Um, I think the the commies are a little bit better than everybody thinks. 
and could shock some people. Um, but you talk about the Giants, the Giants kind of showed who they were. So I'm not too sure about them, but I I, I am yeah. not a Cowboy fan. Let me let me preface that. Um, I was impressed. It was incredible. Brandon, again, is this is this a team that uh, Mike McCarthy's the head coach? And if there's somebody that's under more scrutiny, uh, it's him. His his I don't know how he can sit down. His ass has got to be so hot on the on the uh, the seat. Um, do you believe in this team? Uh, do you believe Dak Prescott can lead them to the promised land? No, not at all. Um, I've I've never been a believer in Dak. I'm still not a believer in Dak. I think to Robbie's point, I think I think this was kind of a, you know, they kind of gave up. It's first. First game, you know, kind of a big rival. We, we've seen all these better teams just struggle first week. There's no chemistry. Um, Robbie has, has said several times on another text group text that we're on that, that these starters need to start playing more in the preseason so they don't have these stupid games, you know, game one and two. I literally and I just wrote that as my final thoughts, Brandon. Final thoughts, play preseason. That's, yeah, that's, so there's a caveat there, though. That's that's it's it's very it's a slippery true, though, slope because that's what happens. And then and then here's you get exposed, and then all of a sudden, you know, there's this huge, you know, me. Oh my god, I can't believe this team. Oh, the Cowboys are going to cowboy, and what that means is they may win their division, but they're going to lose in the playoffs. They they're not going to win under Jerry Jones. Uh, or Dak Prescott in that, that same sentence. So, no, I am not a believer in the Cowboys. I think the Cowboys have the, the best player in the NFL right now, and it's Micah Parsons. When he was yeah. coming out to be drafted, I was all over it. I took a lot of heat uh, on, on my other show because I thought the Lions absolutely needed him. They needed a, a, a game changer, somebody that, that the opposing teams had to say, okay, we got to – we got a plan for this guy. Um, and he has been everything for this team. He's kind of led this defense. He's in all the time. He can uh, he can pass rush. He can defend the run. He's unbelievable. Such a fun player to watch. That defense is really special. Um, this day and age in the NFL, it, 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 the tide has kind of turned a little bit more offensively. Uh, not so long ago, you could really win. You could go win Super Bowls with the defense. That's kind of changed a little bit. Um, Raj, do you think they can kind of ride the defensive wave with Michael Parsons kind of steering the ship and maybe make a run for for a possible NFC championship? Fuck yeah, I do. Uh, By the way, after Bosa getting paid, the only guy that I can see making more money, Aaron Donald's already been signed, is Michael Parsons. Oh, he is right now the most dominant player in the NFL on defense. 100%. Uh, he can line up all over the front seven. Uh, he can cover tight ends. I, you know, he's just one of those guys that is a guy that you have to game plan around him as an offensive coordinator, and there are not many left. Um, I was shocked at, especially the Dallas secondary, how well they played. Uh, you know, Gilmore's been around, Trayvon Diggs. Uh, a, a Bama guy, 
but J. Ron Curse, Donovan Wilson, they were all outstanding. And the stat that I saw, as I could not recall, is Daniel Jones averaged 3.3 yards per carry. He averaged 1.7 yards per pass. He threw the ball 30 times for 63 yards. That's and not they- just we let this game get away. That's dominance. And and Dallas had all day. And even, yeah, um, Dak only threw for like 140, but he didn't have to. Right. Um, they controlled the game the entire time. Uh, field position, you know, when they needed something, it was there. Tony Pollard was exactly who we thought he was going to be. Dennis Green reference. Um, <laughs> yeah, and, you know, Tyron Smith was back. Um, backed up by way by another Trojan, uh, Chuma Doga, but um, Zach Martin, they're a pretty complete team, man. And aside from McCarthy, you know, Dan Quinn is probably the best defensive coordinator in football. Uh, Joe Witt, the secondary uh, uh, coach and passing game coordinator. I mean, the same position, uh, just big ups in the entire team. And they're absolutely a Super Bowl contender. You know, they, they lost 19 to 12 to the Niners last year in the divisional. Um, it was probably closer than that. They could have won the game and the rhetoric is put it on Dak, put it on this. Um, you know, they may not have to They're if, if the Niners got that far with Purdy, then, you know, Dak has to do the same or less. Well, well since we're in the, Oh, go ahead, Brandon. No, I was going to say uh, Danny Dimes defense. Uh, they did, you know, about three quarters into the game, they they started subbing in quite a few second stringers and left his ass in there, which should not have been. Which, um, which, um, so he's so running Dallas, for his life again. And then, Dallas, no, I'm just seen. saying, I know, but you know, that nobody cares when you got second, third stringers in there and you got your starting quarterback back there. Like, what the hell's going on? I didn't, well, and that. even. Even Michael Parsons, who who has a podcast, which is interesting, he took to his podcast today, and he was very vocal over the fact that the the Giants kept uh, Danny Dimes in the game. He 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 was just I I don't know what they were thinking. You just paid him so much money. You lose him, you're like you you're in you, jet situation. Right you now. risk that's it, why a possible you play injury. Your starter some in the preseason. They got to get I, reps like. This was an ugly week sure. one altogether. Yeah. All together. Yeah. And it was and, a slap in the face, but also as a head coach in the toughest media market in the world, you can be like, ah, it was him, the quarterback. Oh, and he'll cool. get to blame 100%. For sure. Coaches are so scared to get a player injured in the preseason. Well, what if they get injured in week one? It doesn't matter. In there's, four plays. Yeah, like yeah. there's 17 <laughs> right, seven, right, right. weeks. Whether it's week one, week two, week zero, like – the players look everyone knows what they're signing up for like play the damn game like absolutely quit bouncing around it so here's a another transition as so to speak of a potential nfc championship uh matchup the 49ers flew cross country one o'clock kickoff which would have made it 9 a.m or uh 10 a.m local uh for san francisco and they didn't skip a beat. Folks, there was kind of a question mark on Brock Purdy. Would he be able to kind of follow his his 8-0 start in the regular season? What would he look like? They Did they take a risk by trading Trey Lance to the Cowboys? 
he absolutely looked better than he did last year. Uh, Mr. Irrelevant of the 2022 draft looked fantastic. And Nick Bosa, who just signed a contract, just got into camp, uh, was slated to only play 20 to 30 snaps, played almost 50, uh, dominating team. Uh, Robbie, Brock Purdy, let you know, he had a lot of maybe pressure coming in, being they they gave him the job. It's yours. And he kind of proved why they believed in him. Um, do you believe that Brock Purdy – uh, can lead this team? Yeah, so I have flip-flopped on this so much. Uh, I can't get over Kyle Shanahan blowing that 28-3 lead in the Super Bowl. But, man, he's a great <laughs> Sorry, <coach>. Randall. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Randall. But, uh, but, man, he's a great coach. And he can almost make – he, he can make anyone great. Uh, and yes, I'm a buyer. I wasn't necessarily a buyer going. Look, Mike Thomas never had a losing season. It's Pittsburgh. It's the, the terrible towel. That's a hard place to play. Week one game opener. You go in and dominate like that. That's a statement game. Um, that, that, that was, that was, uh, I I don't want to foreshadow what's coming up next, but that was the number two best performance that I saw all week from the NFL was the 49ers. Uh, Brandon, is there reason to show a little bit of panic there in the, the uh, Steel City with Kenny Pickens? Uh, Kenny Pickett? Um, the, the talk of the town was he's really made strides. He looked slow. He looked pretty pretty scared back there. Now, albeit you're playing in our world defense, which anyone would look bad. But this is a home game. This is week one. Uh, you know, yeah, they don't. They're not the, the the Steelers of old. But I think we expected a little bit more out of them. Should there be some reason to panic uh, out there in uh, Steel Land? I don't think so. I think he needs a little more time. Uh, I mean, he's. You look at some of the veterans out here that struggled this week in week one. I mean, he just – there's no reason to panic yet. I mean, 49ers came in guns blazing. They they look great. Um, Purdy is there for a reason. That's why we found out earlier in the season, you know, Trey Lance was not even the number two quarterback. Right. Uh, that was the first-round pick that they wasted, so – it's just it, it's part of the game, you know. You take risks. Yeah, <laughs> no one has a crystal ball and no. can project how these transitions are going to happen with quarterbacks. I had a crystal ball on Trey Lance and Zach Wilson. I, I, I knew Trey Lance was going to be terrible as well, but um, very obviously we should be NFL scouts. Well, just. Uh, no, I'm not giving up on on him yet in Pittsburgh. I think uh, Tomlin's a hell of a coach, one of the best in the business. Yeah. And I think give him a little time, they'll turn around. I mean, they may not, you know, make a playoff run this year or whatever, but I think they'll build on it and, you know, potentially grab some more key pieces next year. Hey, Raj, uh, we just talked about this guy. 
He was a seventh round pick. No one thought he would end up being possibly the greatest quarterback in the history of the game. Tom Brady. Brock Purdy, Mr. Irrelevant, seventh round pick. Man, did he look a lot like Tom Brady in his older years, or his younger years, excuse me, this past week. Is this Tom Brady 2.0, or is that just absolutely so far-fetched you can't imagine? Maybe negative 0.50, but yeah, I mean, very similar in terms of demeanor, intelligence, um, both from the West Coast, uh, Brady from Northern California, Purdy from Arizona, I believe. Uh, but no, you know, it also helps when you're surrounded by a team that, you know, Brady took over for a team that was in the Super Bowl. And the Niners, yeah, obviously, like a, just another outstanding defense. But easier said than done, I would imagine. They're both, both very measured, very bright. Um, you, you know, Purdy does what he has to do. And uh, against Philly last year, they were down 7 nothing once he got hurt and they were moving the ball. And it, it, it was a different story. In, and in this game, you know, uh, the whole world knew McCaffrey's getting the ball, and they just did a great job of mixing it up, going to Ayuk and others. Um, you know, just an amazing defense, especially the back seven. But, you know, the front seven really controlled the game. But I also think Pittsburgh's offensive coordinator, Matt Canada, is an idiot. Ever since he took over, um, you know, they – just a shit play calling. Najee Harris uh, in his first two years averaged 1,100 yards and seven TDs on the ground. 60 receptions, I believe, and three TDs out of the backfield. This game, he had six carries for 31 yards and two receptions for two yards. They just abandoned this shit, and they had Kenny Pickett throw 40-plus times against the best secondary in football. Hmm. This is it, And it wasn't like out of out of reach. It was seven nothing. Uh, pick it through a deep ball interception. They got a field goal ten nothing, and then they did the same shit. And um, it was just one of those games that got away against a team that's going to capitalize and is going to shut you down. So this was more on coaching than anything, in my opinion. Brandon, real quick, uh, we talked about the Cowboys and what their potential is. What's the what's the potential for the the 49ers? What's their ceiling? Uh, I mean, they they could make it to the NFC Championship. I, I think so. Um, I don't had, don't have their schedule pulled up, but yeah, I mean they they've got all the talent there. Uh, and with Purdy, dude, dude is just steady and underrated and. Doesn't make mistakes. He's very poised. I really like his play. Like, we kept thinking it was a fluke and that he was just filling in. And now, you know, he was named starter early this year. So, now I, I like what, what they're doing. Um, and you got you got a solid defense. You got Ayuk. You got Samuel. You got uh, McCaffrey. I mean, just a ton of weapons. So, this team is – it's the NFL. I mean, they could go off and, and boat race everyone if they, you know, get in the right rhythm. So come down to the trenches, in my opinion, on, on them. But I, I think the ceiling is Super Bowl. Robbie. About the Niners in Pittsburgh, 
Yeah. No, I mean, no. What's what do you think the Niners ceiling is? Oh, uh ring. I think it's been a little skewed tonight, so th- th- nothing I, would shock me. <laughs> I think uh NFC championship game, I still don't think they're as good as the Eagles. Um Dallas. Dallas. The 49. Um, I just oh, and and the Honolulu blue, dude. Nobody I can't them. trust Purdy uh, to get to the Super Bowl. I just can't. Raj, real quick, ceiling for the Niners. I know you, ring, you're dude. a huge fan of the 49ers. I know that. Yeah, I love them. But the ring, with that defense, it's the ring and always the ring. They're they're Ravens-esque. Just yeah. don't lose the game like Brad Johnson in, uh, in Tampa and uh, Flacco with the Ravens. That defense, absolutely yeah. Rob, what gives you what makes you think that you can't trust Purdy? At, from what you've seen in the games that he's played, nine and zero as a starter, minus the playoff game, but nine and zero as a starter. Yeah, why can you not trust regular him? season? He got hurt in the first quarter. I just look at him, and I just, I just don't think he's got it. I, I mean. There, look, there's there's a reason why he wasn't a Division One quarterback. There's a reason why he, he was, was a Division One quarterback. He went to Iowa State. Oh, oh, Iowa State. Sorry, 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 sorry. SEC bias. There's a reason why he wasn't the SEC. Um, Neither was Tom Brady. Robbie's yeah. wife is out of town, folks, and this is our third show. So, yeah, yes, no, I, no. I mean, I, I, yeah, he went to Iowa State. Like, what? I mean. Iowa State's not your first option if you're a great quarterback. Um, I just there's just something about him, and I could be wrong, but I just don't see it in him. I'll give I just you think that. don't I, give I, me two I do words. see it. I'm Three words. Don't fuck up with with the Niners. Don't fuck up. That's it. Two As words. Don't fuck up. Two words. Kyle Shanahan. Mm-hmm. Don't make mistakes, Raj. Absolutely. Be the field well, general. And let your defense lead the way, uh, and and you have unbelievable offensive uh, playmakers that, well, that can well, help. Well, Tom, 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 aren't we speaking the same language though? Tom and I are speaking the same language. Kyle Shanahan, we believe in the quarterback. We may not necessarily believe in. I believe in I do too. Brock Purdy He's because Kyle Shanahan believes in Brock Purdy. I believe, I believe that on his shoulder. I mean, how many yeah. times has there been a guy with a chip on his shoulder show out? I mean, well, and he can be that guy that knows his, his and that can be okay. How I many have times? To take the Not games many. He went. I, I, he went I, into I Pittsburgh. He went into Pittsburgh and dominated. That game was over before the half. Hey, and, it, uh, and a lot of it was getting good. That's Amon Ross St. Brown was drafted in the fourth round. He keeps a book of every receiver drafted in front of him. That what is like 18. Well, I keep a book of every trial I've ever lost. That doesn't mean I'm he looks at that superstar. every game. Yeah. You never want to get a professional athlete to have more motivation than he already needs. Yeah. And Brock, I mean, Purdy, I mean that's like but that's saying that's just kind of like, oh, well, the other people don't have motivation. Like, you mean your well. analysis where you said, I just don't see it in him? He's not I, a division one quarterback? All you have to do is look at stats. <laughs> I could throw some stats out there of other quarterbacks I don't have off the top of my head that are 
picked and drafted ahead of him that have a worse record in the last nine starts. Every quarterback was drafted ahead. We, the, <laughs> yeah, right, Peyton right. Manning went. Peyton Manning went one in fifteen his first year. Like that doesn't matter. That's because he was first overall, and your next yeah, are going to yeah. be the shittiest team in the yeah, league. Yeah, Brock Purdy went to a good team. That, like that, that's Caleb Williams's dad's whole point. It's very Brock Purdy Brock was there for depth. Brock Purdy he was not has even to supposed not to be there, up, and he has started. not fucked up. Yeah. In nine he moves games. the football. I believe in him. I believe in him. I believe in him absolutely. Okay, that's think, great. That's what, that's what we're supposed to do in the show. Let's, yeah, let's move absolutely. on. Absolutely. We're, we're living, we're living no, we're the name. We're going to keep bashing you, Rob. I'm not. You're not hosting. Shut up, Rob. Moving on to another quarterback that there was a lot of question marks, rightfully so. He dealt with some concussion issues last year. Some thought maybe he would retire. Not this guy. Wow. And some guy, some moron on this panel had him on the bench for his fantasy team. Tua Tungaviola, 466 yards passing, three touchdowns, just phenomenal. Goes into the Chargers. I think exposed the Chargers for maybe who they really are. Uh, Did the Miami Dolphins become maybe the AFC favorites? this year. Raj, what do you think about that? No. As Robbie knows, the Chargers aren't LA. They were barely San Diego. That stadium was half Dolphin fans. Hmm. You know, uh, two or through 46 times, they barely ran the ball, but it was just a weird game. 30 first downs each team, Um, but you know, in the end, Miami had dynamic playmakers, uh, including Tyreek Hill, who Wants to get 2,000 yards, and the NFL record is 1,964 yards set by Tom. That would be Megatron. Megatron in 2011. Um, and what do you have, like 215? There, there were just more playmakers on this team. The Chargers are just horribly coached. How Brandon Staley is still employed is baffling. Um, before that, it was Anthony uh, uh, what was Lynn. Last? Yeah, uh, just who was the offensive coordinator last year for the Lions, and then he was fired by Dan Campbell. Precisely, Uh, you can't question his judgment. But no, I mean it's uh, you know, I I just I worry when two is throwing forty six times without much of a running game, Benet Fax and Jeff Wilson who's hurt and uh, Chain and and Mostert. um, It's just a matter of time. I hate to say before he gets hurt again, especially against the Jets and Bills four times a year, and, and that scares me. So, no, I don't think that. Obviously, you know, they're without Ramsey. They've got a ton of talent on that team. But uh, just because of injury history and whatnot, play calling, I, uh, I you know, Millhouse is their coach. I, I don't see them being that team. <laughs> Millhouse. Brandon, um, last year, Tua, I mean, he looked good. And then he got hit. And then he, you know, missed a couple games. Um, I don't think he really got back to his his form that he was prior to the concussions. What does this team look like if, like Raj says, if they can keep him healthy? Are we looking at uh, forty to fifty touchdowns and maybe a Tyreek getting close to that that NFL record if Tua stays healthy? Oh, I, I don't. 
take it out of question whatsoever. Um, Tua throws the best ball in the NFL, and and you that was the, rig, that was that was the one ball. thing that people he throws uh, the beautiful were gone against him. It, they didn't throws, think he could make that pass. No, he throws the, the most ball catchable in the NFL. ball in the NFL. That is and he and he's so accurate. Like he he drops dimes in. It, did you see that one catch by Tyreek? I mean, defender was all over him. He he literally threw it over the guy's ear hole, and you know, Tyreek never put his hands up until the ball is there. So the defender had no clue it was even there. Yeah. I mean, it's so just, smart. it's just amazing. It's not so you see, when you, it's not. And when you see plays like that and you see the anticipation and the chemistry that they have together. Um, yeah. They, if he stays healthy, does he stay healthy though? So I, I did read this crazy, and it could have been completely speculation about him taking some jujitsu and learning how to fall, like when getting hit. Now, I have no idea if there's any merit to that, but um, if he's he needs it, Mahomes trainers, what he needs, if he's halfway entertaining that, uh, you know, trying to do something to keep from getting another concussion. Uh, I, I think that would be great, but no, they do their, their offensive power is right up there with Kansas city and, and anybody else. So I, I would not count them out. I, I think this, this team is a direct reflection of their coach, Mike McDaniel. I mean, he is so fun just to listen to watch and they, you can tell that these guys are believing in his system and they go out and they do it. But the Chargers, I, I maybe were they exposed that Herbert did his thing. Obviously, they put up the points. What did we learn from the Chargers this week, Robbie? Um, I, I think, I think the 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 thought coming into the season was this was going to be the year that Justin Herbert gets over that hump. Um, if you kind of look at the way they played, I don't know, and and the fact that Miami was more represented. Uh, there than their own home field that that questions um if home field is really an advantage what do you think about this this year's chargers well uh let me piecemeal this so what raj says accurate look southern california is never a chargers town and la will never be a chargers town they spanos is the poorest owner of the bunch uh, he rents space from the Rams. Like Bronky. they, they just, it, the Chargers is a weird team without a fan base. They had a, a fan base in San Diego kind of, but couldn't get it built. Um, but to answer your question, what is it about the Chargers? Chargers have talent, um, but they just ran into, so I'm, I'm going to, Switch. You guys are all wearing Chargers colors, by the way. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna switch this. No, this is Honolulu blue. Sorry. The Chargers are very good. And the fact that Chargers hang hung into that game, I think, was impressive. I think, the, I think the future is bright there, especially in that division. That division is kind of weak, I think. But um, Tua and those Dolphins, to me, are the Golden State Warriors of the NFL. Like that's, that's a good point. They are running like, gun. Yeah. Two is Steph Curry. If, if he can stay healthy, man, 
he can Dude. sling it and throw it accurate and he can put it on dimes and that's the most fun offense I've seen like by far this weekend that was the most fun offense I saw I saw. So mm-hmm. uh, I hope two stays healthy. Um Me too. You know, yeah, you know, obviously they're a, a Titans competitor. Well, maybe not, but they could be a Titans competitor, but probably not. But yeah, Titans will be nowhere to be found. Uh, but the Chargers, though, yeah, the Chargers, though, I mean, I, I, that was just a hard opening opponent. And, yeah, the Chargers are going to have um, away fans every single game. Um, the Titans are about to have that, too. Like, it's just yeah. it's just the, 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 the combination of where you're located and your fan base. Yeah, I mean. Politics. I, yeah. I, I absolutely agree. It, the, the kind of the, the weight of this team, the direction of this team is on on the health of Tua. Uh, the defensive front from Miami uh, made some huge stops when they had to, especially that last drive when uh, the Chargers had an opportunity to at least go down and get the win, and they, they shut the door. So um, it's going to be fun to watch Miami. I mean, I, that analogy is spot on. Absolutely the, the Golden State Warriors of the NFL. Um, so moving on to my boys, the Honolulu blue and silver Detroit lions kicked off the NFL season last Thursday in Kansas city. Um, as a season ticket holder, the lions did a, an event of viewing party. So I'd say anywhere between three to 4,000 people kind of poured into Ford field to watch the game on the big screen, which, uh, they They didn't utilize they didn't utilize the big screen, but nonetheless, it was awesome. The atmosphere was incredible. That fourth quarter, you, you thought the game was going on in front of you. They were chanting. Um, three to 4,000 people chanting, uh, this Sunday is going to be incredible. But um, I know the talk going into this game was Chris Jones isn't signed, uh, and it came out uh, right before kickoff that Kelsey wasn't going to play already the asterisks as Mike Tirico made made famous after the game, came out. Well, if the Lions win, it's because of this. Um, it was never going to be because of the Lions earned the game. But to me, this was a classic game where the Lions lose every other season. They turn the ball over with two and change to the best quarterback in the NFL, arguably one of the top five best quarterbacks in the history of the NFL, those are games they lose. Their defense stepped up. The refs actually called the penalty on a guy that was false starting and lining up off the line of scrimmage the entire game. They finally make those mm-hmm. calls in that last drive. And when they needed to make stops, they made stops. Aiden Hutchinson was absolutely all over the field. Um his his hype is is real. I don't think there's going to be a sophomore curse curse with him. Um, you're playing against a team that 51 of those boys played in the Super Bowl and won. So, irregardless to what all the pundits want to say, that well, you got to put an asterisk. No, I don't believe it. Anytime you line up number 15 on the field, Patrick Mahomes, you always are going to have the advantage, and the Lions. Gave up some big run plays to him, but when they needed to make a play, they made the play. Um, ben Johnson, 
kind of a slow start. I, I was a little disappointed with his play calling in the first half. Second half, they made the right decisions. And to me, the steal of the draft, Brian Branch gets that deflection, takes it back for a touchdown. The momentum in that game switched because it, it went from possibly a two-score de- deficit to this game's tied, and it put the Lions back in the mix. Um, they they end up winning the game. Lions Nation showed up at Arrowhead. It was it was it was so cool to see. So cool to hear. I've never Dan- seen that. I watched thousands of games at Arrowhead throughout my old life, not literally, but uh, I've never seen an opposing team have their chant being heard in Arrowhead Stadium. And it was cool Closest that Dan Campbell Raiders at Arrowhead. Yeah, I mean the Raiders. Even then, you the know, Cannon days though. I mean, the Raiders and Chiefs go back to the old AFL days. There's still there were times when it was almost 50-50, but I mean, this was just for a 21-20 game to hear a team from Detroit, which Michigan's not that far away from Missouri, I guess. It's all like starts with an M, middle of the country. But um, I, I've never heard that opening day. Not divisional rivals, you know. They um, they came out to support, and the Lions. Absolutely backed it up, and I'm just going to keep talking here quickly. Aaron Glenn was my MVP. Um, The Lions mixed up so many things defensively from a team that was almost exclusively man for years, drafting guys like Jeff Okuda and others, and just ditching them. And you knew when they realized that, that they were trying to do something different, and they had, you know, Anzalone, other linebackers that I didn't have a lot of faith in, but – um, you know, they had a plan, obviously, and they showed all kinds of things that um, I don't think anybody had ever seen. Definitely not Mahomes, who had his lowest passer rating since 2021. And and if we can remember two seasons ago, Kansas City came up here to Ford Field and Detroit gave them the fight of his career up to that point, And it, it, it took uh, like a last minute drive for for them that pull out that game so defensively Detroit has, has has historically played well against Patrick Mahomes Brandon I I'll ask you I've How about obvious, Jackson, by the way oh yeah CJ Jack, who's who is oh in, wants everybody to wear a blue uh, ski mask this week but um that guy's but, a game He's but a Brandon I'll, I'll ask you obviously I'm I'm drinking the Kool-Aid I'm eating the cornbread uh, I believe in this team as as an outsider, what is your expectations? What is your realistic uh, kind of perspective of where the Lions are right now? They got a shot, man. I, I really think they do. Um, Goff's playing well. I think if he he can manage the game well uh, and not turn the ball over, uh, defense holds up. I mean, they're going to be in these type of tough games, and it's going to come down to a turnover here or there or the last drive. I mean, they're going to be in every game, so you can't count them out. Um, what Dan Campbell's doing over there is phenomenal. I picked the Lions to win this game. Uh, I absolutely love this matchup. We talked about it when the schedule came out, um, how Kansas City should be on watch. A little bit of Super Bowl hangover, yeah. you know, on top of that. Uh, missing oh, Kelsey – did set back a little bit, but let's not discredit what the lines did there. Um, like you said, there were, there were 51 other 
Super Bowl winners on that team. So I still think it was a hell of a game, yeah. a hell of a win. And I think the Lions are going to be in these dogfights all year long against these tough opponents. And, you know, maybe maybe the chips are going to continue to fall their way and they're going to win these these games instead of losing them. So um, I'm looking forward to watching them. They're a fun team to watch this year. Robbie? Um, yeah, so my helmet sticker for this game goes to the Ford family. Um, they had every reason to abandon Dan Campbell, and they didn't. And they hired a guy. They believed him. They saw what he was doing. And he has turned around this franchise, and he has made that we saw him in hot, hard knocks. We have seen him after the games. That guy can coach, and the players believe in him. And so, in a, in a industry where people are so quick to fire people and change their minds, this generation of the Ford family, they believe in their gut and they stuck with it. And I think they've got a winner. They certainly had benefited from low expectations because when they lost, he looked like a douchebag. But now that they win, he's charming, which is the case in any sport. Sure. But yeah. They, they, they stayed with him, and I'm sure even Tom second-guessed him. I'm going to ask Tom real quick, what is the Lions' ceiling? You've asked that quite a bit, and, and what is their floor? Is this a team that can make the NFC Championship? Is this a team that can make the Super Bowl? I think their ceiling right now is a home playoff, home playoff win. I think they can get into uh, to a, a quarterfinal maybe. I don't think they're there quite yet. Why not? Uh, in, in a sense, to to get to an NFC championship, especially not a Super Bowl, um, because they're raw. I think they're really yeah, raw. You got to pay your dues. I agree. Yeah, and and I'm not gonna, you know, you know, put the cart before the horse, you know. But you, you don't have Jameson Williams, who who's going to be out until Week Seven. Um, you really your your wide receiver room receiver is your problem. Yeah, well, I mean it's it's fairly outstanding. Amon Ra's Amon Ra. Other than that, it's yeah. it's it's you know it's hit or miss. I think um, Marvin Jones didn't have a good game. So Josh um, Reynolds did. Though. I mean yeah, Reynolds look good. Yeah, he's got a good connection with with Jared Goff. So realistically, um, I think a home playoff win is definitely a possibility. Um, to be honest. Uh, I would I would love to say this team reminds me of the 91 Lions who started the season getting blown out of the water against Washington, who ended up playing Washington in the NFC Championship game that year. So uh, it's very reminiscent of them. So this is the, the division is best case scenario as far as for the Lions are concerned for many, many years, uh, meaning that there's no outright, you know, that right now Detroit's the favorite. I, I, I would have to think that. And that's uh, Packers look pretty good. Packers look good. Packers look really good. So I think that's going to be a, a, a dog fight in a couple weeks. There's and a lot then, more uncertainty with don't, that team. Don't than you there guys is with discount Kirk Cousins and the Vikings? Oh, don't talk about Kirk Cousins. Can we talk about the Packers real quick? Just Please. on what we've hit on this before on their quarterback farm system that they've got. Yeah, yeah it's unbelievable. Here. It is unbelievable. Jordan Love looks fantastic. Mm-hmm. He play, He had yeah. the best passer rating this entire weekend. Really? He, he looked. He looked a little like Aaron Rodgers out there. You know the second quarterback passer you, rating to him. 
Desmond Ritter. The odds of hitting on three straight quarterbacks is astronomical. Rodgers under Favre. Is it? Brady under Bledsoe. This is – you draft a quarterback and you learn from a veteran for two or three years and then you go out and play. This isn't throw him right in the mix immediately and then what have you done for me lately? You suck. Like, get out of here. And then you're a journeyman the rest of your life. Oh, my God. You build a system. Like – Hey, as of right now, I'm a believer. If Jordan Love, if they even are halfway decent oh, this year and Jordan Love's good. The, the problem, Brandon, we have to get one quarterback. Life. We have to get one good quarterback to someone to learn under. We don't, we don't have, we haven't had a good quarterback. I, no, I know that. There. We draft these quarterbacks and try and start them immediately. Yeah, hey, that's that's I mean, you're you gonna see that said you can win with Tannehill. Do you still feel the same way? You're going to see that with C.J. Stroud and and Bryce Young. You, They're going to have a lot yeah, of they're going to struggle. They don't have any. I'm I'm starting to really firmly believe, especially after that last game. Love looked great. I mean, like I, I said, he had statistically the best quarterback rating all weekend. So I think I think for Love's to be successful, Aaron Jones has got to play a big role. He's got a tweaked mm-hmm. hamstring, so. Um, you got we'll Dylan see. in there, right behind Dylan him. Dylan had 13 carries for like 19 yards, though. Yeah, like, but AJ Dylan's another dude. He's solid. Like he's he a is, solid but he, had, he he didn't fool anybody in that game. That's for sure. But I think I think the Packers are are going to rely a lot on their defense, and and anything Love can give them is always bonus. So, but I yeah. I they look really good against the most overhyped team uh, this offseason against the Bears. So I think Justin Fields is what who you know, I think the four of us thought he was going to be. I it has nothing. To, I don't think it was Fields at all. If you go back and watch a game, there there's so no many, offensive line. The no. offensive line so is terrible. atrocious. Real yep. quick, the difference between Jones and Dylan is Jones can catch the ball out of the backfield. Dylan can't. Right. Everyone knows what Dylan can do. Thirteen for nineteen yards. Jones had two catches for eighty-six yards. Nine carries for forty-one yards and a TD. Um, no, that, that that's a big difference there for sure. But as far as a ground game, a running game, I mean, Dylan can still do that. Now you're yeah, going to have to be creative know what on he's gonna do when he's in the screens game. and bubble screens and other things to get the ball out quick like that. But uh, as far as getting two yards in a cloud of dust, I mean, Dylan's your guy. Oh, for sure. So, all right, fellas, we're going to move on to, oh, baby, you know what time it is. It's time for Bet Your Nuts. That's right, folks. Bet Your Nuts. This is super Bet Your Nuts, ladies and gentlemen. And this week, we're going to start with the bottom rows home team. The aforementioned San Diego, nope, don't say that. Wait, Los what? Angeles Chargers nah, going into Nissan Stadium, one o'clock kick, which is noon local, to face the Titans, three point favorite for Tennessee. Raj, what you got here? The NFL is all about a coin flip. One team goes one way, the other goes the other. Uh, I'm going to take the Chargers based on their balance. Uh, Eckler, uh, they tend to show up better on the road than at home, which is also like being on the road. 
So I will go with, like you said, San Diego. <laughs> Brandon. And, and Brant, will you be in attendance? No, I actually have two tickets for sale right now. If anyone, any Charger fans <laughs> wants to come to the game, conflict of interest. You know there ain't going to be any Charger fans. This, it, this is awful. Um, <laughs> I I don't even want to see it in person. I'm going to go home late night and watch the recording after I know that we lost the game. So I'm taking the Chargers. Robbie. Yeah, Chargers. Uh, it's gonna be a bloodbath. We're all on all on Chargers. I'm. Yeah. You know what? Oh, give me the Titans. I'm lone wolf in this one. I think oh, this, the Titans always have a game where, where they they look like world beaters. This is the game. Give me the Titans. Oh boy. <laughs> Going over to the. Mercedes-Benz Dome. The Packers of Green Bay going in to face the Falcons. The new-look Falcons. Boy, did Bijan look real well. Um, Packers are a one-point favor here in this game, which is interesting to me. That tells me Vegas is a little eh, eh. Robbie, who do you like in this one? I'm going the hometown team. I'm going Atlanta. Brandon. Like I said, Desmond Ritter was uh, number two quarterback rating last week, and he's going to be tough to beat at home if he doesn't make mistakes. But, um, yeah, I'm going to go Falcons. Raj. Same. I mean, this is one of those weird games and where the NFL seems to flip-flop and – uh, you know, Jordan Love's first road game against, you know, really is a massively improved defense and uh, uh, a very strong offense that can be balanced if they want. Um, you know, a home dog is a team you always look at, and I'm looking at the Falcons. Yeah, I agree. I, I Statistically and historically, Green Bay doesn't do very well in domes. Um It'll be an interesting test for for Jordan Love, like we were mm-hmm. just saying. You know, he looked really good. Now, do that two weeks in a row on the road, and, and then see where we're at. Um, so, I'd, so, what if what if Jordan Love comes in here and lights it up? Then, are we believers of this I, Packers system? Yes, you might. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah, you yes, absolutely yes, have to. Yeah, you have to. Right, Tom, but I, I think the Falcons crowd's going to be there, and and obviously the Packers crowd they travel. I like the Falcons here. I I, I think they're exciting. Cool. Kyle Pitts. Of ACL. I am, okay. I'm banking on Kyle Pitts. I'm hoping he shows up. Give me give me the Falcons. Here we go, baby. This is probably the most highly anticipated game in the city of Detroit in the last I don't know thirty years. Last we say week that was, every fucking week. Dude. Last week was the biggest biggest win in thirty years. <laughs> I will be there. To be fair, Raj, they've only had like seven wins in 25 yeah. years. Yeah, yeah so but every cool. win is the biggest cool. win in 30 years. Cool your Jets. Cool your Jets. We're going to hang a banner for winning in in Kansas City. Robbie, who do you got in this one? Oh, I've got Seattle. Oh. 
I'm not wow. sure why. I'm not sure why. Wow. Maybe, maybe just because wow. I want to go against you. Brandon, Brandon, please, please bring some sense back into this program. Yeah, give, give me the lines here. I think this is an easy line here. Um, no pun no such thing as an easy line in the NFL. No such thing. I think Agreed. this one is. And I, that's why I am taking Seattle to cover. I'm taking Detroit to win. Last year, if memory serves, it was a 48-45 game also in I Detroit. Was, I was at that game. Lightning. Rashad Penny went for like 150 yards and two TDs. Pete Carroll, I am biased, obviously. His signed photo is right there. And uh, it wasn't to me. I just bought it online. But, no, I, I think this is going to be a shootout. And Detroit's riding high after winning on a Thursday night. They've had a lot of time off. Seattle is smarting from getting their ass kicked by a team they thought they were going to murder. This is the NFL. I expect a flip response. I still think Detroit wins, but I think it's going to be akin to the 48-45 game, but this time Detroit wins. Oh, so so you're going to you're going to Detroit, but you're going to Seattle to cover. Yeah. Yes. All right, Brandon, what did you get on this one? I took the Lions. I think they win by six or seven. That's in, dumb. In, in last year, Raj, uh, DK Metcalf was carted off to go take a shit in the locker room in the fourth quarter. And he still uh, had yeah. 150 yards, right? Like yes. I, I was at that game, and ultimately it's the one game that kept the Lions out of the playoffs last year because uh, Seattle had the tiebreaker. Um, I got Detroit here. I, I, Hawkinson went off, right? Hawkinson had like. 300 yes. yards. <laughs> and then they traded him two weeks later. Hey, dude. Beautiful, dude. Buy low, so, sell high, dude. That, that's, that was brilliant. So I've got Detroit. I think uh, they're going to ride the high. They're, the crowd's going to be insane. I can't wait to be there. So give me uh, give me the Lions here. you think here. they win by more than seven? I think they win by, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, set between seven and ten. I, I hey, hey, I'm just happy that I have matched Raj's picks all the, thus far because Raj has been the winner so far. So I'm sitting I mean, pretty. Their uh, offense couldn't get it together in stop Seattle. So. Things on the Google Doc. <laughs> Here's to me. To me, this could be the potential game of the week, folks. Mm-hmm. Kansas City going into Jacksonville. They're probably going to take the covers off the upper deck. There at uh, TIAF uh, Bank Stadium, Kansas <laughs> City a three point favorite going in. Uh, Goldilocks man, he looked pretty good last week. He's got uh, Kelvin Ridley, who I think is going to be the comeback player of the year in the NFL this year. Uh, this one, this one intrigues me. Um, Raj, what do you think? Kansas City, it's the NFL. There's just this knee jerk bounce back reaction, and uh, Jacksonville has shown that they're not quite ready like they show up and then they don't the balance isn't there on both sides of the ball i think kansas city is going to be pissed off there's a reason why the line's only three uh i think kansas city by a touchdown i'm gonna say 10 points actually Mm -hmm. brandon i gotta go kc here too i think they bounce back i think kelsey is healthy this week i think he plays um and if if I could, I would stay away from the line and I would take the over 51 and a half. I think it'll be a little bit higher scoring game. Free money, boys and girls. Free money there. Uh, but the I, will, I will take Kansas City to cover the three. Robbie. 
I think Kansas City starts 0-2. I think they got to get focused. I think Jacksonville takes this one from them. I'm going Jacksonville. I still think KC is the best team in the NFL, but I think they start 0-2 with just kind of some uh, – I think the hangover lasts that long. Yeah, nonchalant kind of caring of, of playing. I think hey, real quick, big ups to Michael, who is the manager of Buffalo Wild Wings here for decades. Uh, he said, watching you, big balls and Titans fan. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, but then uh, he said, LOL, after that, which uh, I guess he's making fun of me. But a great <laughs> dude, man. Uh, great, Thanks, great Michael. Dude. Thanks for huge watching. Huge Titans fan, yeah, huge balls fan, huge Titans fan, which also likes alcohol. So just like you two assholes. Yeah. Tom, Very what do you got? I am taking. Great guy. Great guy. Jacksonville, baby. I believe in Jacksonville. I think the fact that we haven't heard Kelsey's status at this point, I think that injury might be a little well, bit more. No, I'll, well, I'll explain that. I'm keeping it under the wraps. <laughs> I'm not letting my players. Got him on his fans. That injury is a little yeah. bit more than what they're leading us to believe. Um, the fact he didn't play last got week. A big division we matchup. I'm not letting Lanier know what's going on. I like. I like the Jaguars. Go, baby. Here we go. Talk about the the test of the century for Zach Wilson. I think his mom will be in attendance. I think his mom should show up at Cowboys practice. Uh, We're in Leotard. I want to hear a sound effect either way. Just a Get, get. Get uh, Michael Parsons, um, maybe a little bit of, um, you know, rub and tug action. Uh, sorry, folks. Uh, can Zach Wilson go in and to Jerry Jones' world and shock the world? This line, to me, is hey, probably the, the biggest surprise of the week. Minus Such three a and trap, a half. Dude. Such a trap. Robbie, I'm literally right now on Bet MGM, like, wait, what the fuck? It's only three and a half. Robbie, uh, wait a minute. Where are you? Where are you heading in this one? Nine and a half. Bet anything that makes you uncomfortable. Bet the Cowboys. This is pre-Aaron Rodgers. This is reverse psychology. Bet the Cowboys. Cowboys are going to roll. Zach Wilson sucks as a quarterback. There's no way around that. He sucks. This line is nine and a half right now. This is pre-Aaron Rodgers injury. Okay, hold on. Wait, wait, hold on. Wait a second. We have, we have, do we have an audible? That yes, we do. I mean to put it at nine and a half then. Even nine and a half. I'll Currently take at nine and a half. Okay, Currently okay. Audible, and audible. Okay, okay. okay. Audible, nine Is and there half. an audible? I don't know. So we're, we're at nine and a half, not three and a half. So, folks, it half. was three and a half uh, before production of, of tonight's show. Uh, Someone yes, didn't we, get the memo that it that it jumped six points, so that makes sense. So disregard the minus three and a half; it's minus nine and a half. Who so. the hell's working our production here? That's Tom, why we shouldn't have you, meetings you before Achilles tears. Who uh, who who sets the agenda? I won't go yeah. there. Brandon Chain, what do you got? You mean who had production last week and we never aired a fucking? That's show. in the vault. That's in the vault. <laughs> this this would be so Cowboys to just. I'm still taking the Cowboys, by the way. Cowboys for oh, me. Oh, shit. Yeah, this I as well. Lose. This would be so Cowboys. 
to Side do. note, the same line yeah. is the Raiders at the Bills. Hold on, the wait. Rush, you're next. So hold Brandon, on. Who, who you you're next. <laughs> yeah, so this, this would be so Cowboys to lose this game. Uh, typical, you know, they start off hot. Everyone gets back in the belief. Um, and somebody comes in with a shit quarterback and Dak Prescott throws three interceptions and they lose. But I don't think so this time. I'm a believer in the Cowboys. Not so fast. Not so fast. <laughs> I, I think the Cowboys are going to win the game by more than nine and a half. So I'm taking the Cowboys. All right. Go for it, Rush. Tom, thank you for reining me in like Rob when I have – my favorite wine, it, uh, it can get ugly. But I was saying that, oddly enough, the Raiders and Bills are nine and a half. Uh, the Raiders at the Bills. Uh, and, and I'll take the Raiders in that. But there was also an eight and a half point game, which is uh, the Niners and Rams. So what I'm saying is we should pick all three as one and uh, and go from hey, there. Hey, hey, Raj, what? if you come to these team meetings on Monday, we discuss <laughs> these things. Yeah. That, when so, we have meetings on Monday, it's a three and a half point spread, but I will take Dallas no matter what. Okay, there we go. There, that's what we needed. This is a battle of two of the biggest, best defenses, the most uh, highest scoring defense in this past week. Can Dak Prescott put up the numbers against the Jet defense to get them over nine and a half? Oh, give me the Jets to cover in this one. Oh, I think boy. I think the Cowboys win. I think the Jets will cover. I think they get a defensive touchdown, uh, maybe a block kick. I don't trust Zach Wilson. I trust their defense enough to keep them within that number. So give me the Jets to cover. Moving on to Sunday week. night. Sunday night football on NBC. The Dolphins going in to Foxborough, who showed a little bit of life this past week against the Eagles. Not quite enough. I think weather played a factor here. Uh, the, the Eagles kind of slept on the, the, the Patriots a little bit, so I think that was a factor. But, um, Robbie, do you think Tua and the, the, the Finns can go into Foxborough and do what they did at the Chargers. Two and a half. That number seems a little bit low, in my opinion. What do you got in this one? Until further notice, consider me a two-a believer. If he's not hurt, he throws a pretty small. They got the most weapons. Give me the points. Give me Miami any day of the week until further notice. Brandon Shane. Yeah, so the Patriots did look pretty good. Uh, Mac Jones looked pretty good, um, but not as good as Tua and Tyreek in the Dolphins. And there's not a chance in hell. Uh, I think the Dolphins roll here, roll pretty big. So give me, give me Tua and the Dolphins. Raj Mehta, what do you got? Tattoo left. Sunday night football in Foxborough. It, it's a sucker line at two and a half. Vegas is up to something. Um, Tyreek yeah. scares me because he's un un uncoverable, unguardable. But for some reason, I think the Patriots are going to show up, and there is no logic to that whatsoever. 
I'm not going to howl, but uh, I imagine I'll be the only one. I will take New England. Well, Mac Jones did have a really good week. I guess it was a great team. It was his first 300-yard performance as a pro in the NFL. Played against a hell of a defense with the Eagles. Like I said, I I think the Eagles may have slept on the Patriots a little bit. Uh, Jalen Hurts didn't have a really good game, and and New England came to play. Um, With that being said, I think this Dolphins offense is a little bit different. Um, A little predictable, the Eagles could have been. The running game just wasn't there. DeAndre Swift showed why the Lions cut cut their ways with him. Um, So... I like the Dolphins to come in here, uh, and they're going to go big. You know, Mike McDaniel is going to want to show that he belongs in the conversation as one of the better coaches in this league, and and I think they win by at least a touchdown. So, and and Raj, Raj, that's a dimensional team against San Diego or LA, and you're giving Belichick time to scheme against a one-dimensional team that could not run the football. I just I, I I think they have the ability to just go and throw it and and Tyreek can get it and um, it's it's interesting you mentioned the two and a half spread in this one and and I'll go back to uh, last week the Colorado game that was two and a half and and Vegas said they didn't believe in Colorado and look what happened I think similar situation here um, with with the, um, the, the the Patriots here so. Um, Raj, quick question. Patriots, Chargers, who would you take? Where is the game at? If it's Sunday night football in New England, in I'll take the Patriots. Is it Sunday night or day? Sunday night. That matters to me. I think there's an emotional factor in these games. Um, it depends. Like I said, the Patriots are smarting after hanging with arguably one of the top two or three teams in the NFL. And Miami is super one-dimensional against the best coach in football. So all I know about the NFL is what I think is going to happen. I pick the opposite. Fair enough. The NFL is almost unbettable on. So, yes. Right now it is. Yeah. No no question about it. Well, nobody knows right now, even Vegas. That's why they lost $100 million. Yeah. No no doubt about that. That's why the preseason is important. I don't know why they got rid of the preseason. We'll get get into that, Robbie, here in just a moment. A little bit of a foreshadow here, which will take us into our final segment. Final words. And you've mentioned it a couple times, Robbie. And we are waiting with bated breath. We want to hear your logic. Let's go. Yeah. So if I'm the Titans owner, um, yeah, my players, my stars are playing in the preseason. This week one was one of the ugliest weeks, week ones I've seen in a long time because they don't play in the preseason. There's a reason why the preseason was set up this way to get people reps and get them going. Now it's, oh, I'm afraid to get hurt. You can't be afraid to get hurt in professional sports. Aaron Rodgers played in the preseason. What? Aaron Rodgers played in that preseason game. Yeah, he played like four snaps. Oh, ironically, (laughs) four snaps. Maybe he would have had another four. You need to play. You need to get time. There were so many bad games. Like, as a product – the NFL week one was bad. 
it's going to get better because it always does. But very bad. Play in the preseason. Play the if you're going to have the preseason, play in it. If you're not going to play in it, don't have the preseason. And that's just my final thoughts are just play <laughs> your starters for a while, get some rhythm, and get ready to win on week one. It's about money, as you know, and Brandon says all the time, and Tom, but that was the worst product I've ever seen in a week one ever. Yeah. There was there was at one point uh, at the half of the 1 o'clock games, there was eight games, and out of those eight games, there was like five touchdowns in the first half. So, yeah, it was ugly, no no question about it. Brandon, there were three one-point games. What's your final words for tonight? I'm going to – continue on my rant with the turf situation Uh, that seems to be a big issue and there is a new hybrid turf out and actually the titans new stadium is is going to go with that i think Um, they have it here in detroit too this hybrid turf is actually it it does give a lot more like real grass you do have to water it like real grass thicker yeah um it's thicker yep you have to water it uh so if you if you look at that slow mo of Rogers in that situation, and where his cleat typically on a grass field like that, you're you're gonna get some give and some giveaway from the turf where that that foot is gonna slide out a little bit more. Not an astro turf where it's just I mean it's all synthetic and just grabs a hold of the cleat. So um, there's some merit to that. I mean, I mean, you see a lot of these injuries, freak injuries happening on a just a normal play, non-contact turf, and uh, you know it's unfortunate. I, I get it saves them a buck here or there. They don't have to resaw the field. They're coming in. They've got like a soccer game coming in uh, to MetLife, and they're pulling up the turf and putting in sod for the soccer game. So, you know, there's something there. Like do that in, in Vegas too. Yeah. So, uh, you know, you make billions of dollars, spend it, spend an extra, you know, a couple hundred grand and put some damn grass in. That's my final thought. Raj. Yeah. First of all, as an intramural professional, no, in graduate school at Cincinnati, uh, our first year in Nipper, it was just turf and that was just like green carpet on concrete. And if you play football, like flag football in November, that fucking hurt, man. And I came from the West Coast where there was grass. The next year they got that dirt stuff. And it was just like literally ground up rubber tires. And and that's what would be like, there wasn't much of a difference, but I felt like scientific technology didn't really advance as much as it was hyped up to be. Uh, But really my final words were that, um, again, I'm going to go back to USC in that I think Zachariah Branch, people don't know about him. He is, again, a Ted Ginn, Percy Harvin type kid. And what's funny is Tyree Kill was at the USC game uh, Saturday night before. And he went there explicitly to see Zachariah Branch. And his words were, for once, I may not be the fastest player on the field. Um, Zachariah returned another uh, punt for a touchdown. The kids just got like crazy jets. Of course, Tyreek was being Tyreek. Um, Tyreek's thicker, but they're both about 5'10". But um, it was just nice to see that. And and NFL guys showing out again for SC, um, you know, just like proud programs like Tennessee and Michigan. 
when you get guys coming out, not just like Will Ferrell and Snoop Dogg, but guys like Tyreek Hill who went out of their way to be on the USC sideline to watch that game. And, and, and that was his actual conversation. So I thought that was pretty cool. The next day it goes out and has 215 yards. Um, so I, it, it's just nice, nice to be part of the conversation once again. Well said. And my final words are, and I'll kind of mimic what, what Robbie said earlier about the lions, but the Ford family, um, their belief in Dan Campbell they also believe in Brad Holmes. Brad Holmes is a first-time general manager um, who, you know, he earned every ounce of where he's been. He's, I mean, his story is incredible uh, to get to where he is today. His career started as a uh, an enterprise rental car, and then he kind of weaseled his way into a scouting department. It's just a cool story. Um, they gave you the tools. But he, he believed in Jameer Gibbs. Uh, the day after the draft, people were saying Detroit was absolutely – that was the worst draft known to man. Um, I beg to differ. All four of their rookies were impactful in this week's game. And as as the season progresses, Jameer Gibbs, who I think is going to be the offensive rookie of the year potentially, um, is going to get a lot more action. And I think that all is a testament to Brad Holmes' ability to scout and believe in players. And that whole organization – believing in one another it's going to be so fun to watch so uh, i'm excited as a lion fan i'm i bought in like i said i've got season tickets first time ever so um i'm excited so it's going to be great Challenge evaluation supreme you start with my homeboy i'm on raw in the fourth round the biggest steal in years in my opinion uh obviously hutchinson rodriguez houston jameson williams going up to uh levi dude like a and, and Melifonwu, like just a great talent evaluator. They are a good organization. Yes. And yeah. you haven't been able to say that in years. I have yeah. never said that about the Raiders. Um, it, it, it's just nice to see that type of talent evaluation, uh, especially in this day of age of the bullshit uh, combines and stuff. So. Um, big ups for the Lions. I'm a fan, man. I am. A oh, fan. you guys are worried about playing football. We're worried about building a brand new shiny stadium. So oh, well. We'll, well, we'll we did see that here. We years. did that here 20 years ago, but just like the Chargers, it'll be 50 50, right? But, yeah, fellas, okay. we did right. it tonight. We did two shows again. Check out the college kickoff that we just recorded tonight, it, it's unavailable. Um, this is going to be a great season. Look forward to all the game action. If fellas, great show. Had a lot of fun tonight. I know we're all tired, but I got. If you're lucky this. enough, if you're lucky enough, you can get the vault recordings later. Maybe if if I can figure out how to get them. But again, like, subscribe, pound that follow button. However it goes, we really appreciate it. You guys really. The more you uh, get involved, the better our reach gets, and we appreciate it. So for me, Tom Sloan, Raj Mehta, Brandon Chain, and Robbie Davis, we are out. We'll see you all next week. Thanks for listening to another episode of Reckless Speculation. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, and YouTube searching Reckless Speculation. Catch us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. We look forward to catching you right here next week with another exciting episode of Reckless 